News Thursday. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. Still under the weather. Hoping at this point just to be better Monday. I'm just hoping for three days from now to feel better. Four days, whatever that is. Uh, But it is our Friday around these parts. If you're new to the show, we're a Monday through Thursday show. And it's not just the final show of the week. It's the final for kind of a lot of things. So everyone, do me a favor real quick on this Thursday. Get out a notepad. I know some of you have got it close by. Some of you are having no luck whatsoever trying to grab one. But grab something to write write stuff down just so you can keep track of this. Because it's the last day of November. And it's the last day that we're going to be streaming on or to the RVM network. As well as some other social platforms. It's the beginning of some great stuff. So, and we're going to do this again later, by the way, for folks who come in later. Um, So, share this with people. um, But again, we'll we'll do it later. But starting on Monday, we will only be sending the live show to my Rumble page for the full episode, which is where a lot of you are. We'll we'll put the link in the chat right now where you can do it, but it's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berkowitz. Go there and subscribe. If you're at RVM, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Getter, anywhere else that's that's watching right now, go to rumble.com forward slash Drew Berkowitz. Subscribe so you get notified, and then, and then come hang out with us. In fact, come on over right now. Uh, just do it right now. So... <clears throat> That that's that's one of the things we're doing. Still going to be doing shorts, clips, skits, etc. Other social media clips on socials, legacy socials like Facebook, YouTube, all of that. Just not the full show. Just not the full show. So come now or come Monday. However you got to do it. Monday you got to come. Um, and then for Coin Club, we've been talking about it for a while. We've been on a little break. I told you there was some administrative stuff going on behind the scenes, so we didn't want to bring it back too quick and then have to pivot and change multiple times. We wanted to just change once and then be done with it uh, for a long, long time. Uh, but booze and banter, uh, all of Coin Club really, but booze and banter is coming back and it's coming back uh, as a pre-show tailgate discussion, engagement session, and it and all premium content will be on Locals again, okay? It's gonna be over on Locals. We had our best performance, best experience on for premium on locals, uh, and they and Rumble, they meaning locals, are all under the same roof now, same company. So we're going back to that. The video player is good. The chat is good. It's all good. So how does that work? We're going to put, Disco will put up, one of us will put in a second here, put up the link in the chat uh, where you can go to sign up. You can sign up for free, but then you got to sign up as a supporter to be a part of Coin Club. Okay. And I'm going to get into that here in a second, but it's drewberkwist.locals.com. So the name first, then .locals.com. And for this transition month, we're going to give it to everyone for free to start. You just need to use promo code Drew30. Make sure you put the 30 on the end. Most of the stuff we do around here is just my, my promo, my, my name, excuse me. This is promo code Drew30. That will give you time to cancel any other memberships you currently have related to the show or keep them if you want, but it gives you a grace period. Again, go subscribe, and when prompted to support, use promo code DREW30 to sign up. That'll give you that first month for free. Then, more good news. Once the fee goes into effect, we've also, because we are kind, cut it in half from the current Coin Club membership. So it's only going to be $5 per month instead of the current 10 so you're getting a better user experience, more premium content, and you're getting it for half the price after a month of free content. 
So recap, episodes are only going to be here on my Rumble page. Full episodes live, engagement, chatting, all of that stuff. Coin Club, which includes booze and banter and other stuff. You can see on the graphic there, automatic entry into contest for bringing contest back, commemorative challenge coin. If you have not gotten one you sign up, you will get one of those sent to you. Other premium content, other fun things we're going to be doing. Um, that's all on Locals. And then, again, social clips and shorts will be pretty much everywhere. You'll be able to do that. If you have questions, put them in the chat. If you have if you need to email, email producer at redbeachmedia.com. We will try and get with you. Um, we're giving that that free month using promo code Drew30. So those of you who are Coin Club members at, at RVM, for example, can figure out if you want to keep that, not keep that, but <clears throat> get over there and then it'll be it'll be cheaper for you. You'll get that month free and then it'll be cheaper and it'll be a better, better thing. We're excited about all this, guys. There's, you know, there's some changes with it. We're still Still absolutely friends with RVM. Still absolutely friends with a lot of the hosts that were on RVM. None of that has changed behind the scenes. It's just kind of operationally how we're going to be doing things moving forward. So there's going to be a lot more that we can do, um, and we're excited to do it because there's it gives us it gives us a lot uh, a lot more freedom to do some of the things. And that's not a negative thing again on how things have been. There's just a lot of stuff that now we can we can do, and it's all going to be uh, here on Rumble and on Locals. So excited about that. Again, we'll recap this later, but we've got a ton to get to today, so let's get into it. Lots of Biden stuff. The Rockefeller Christmas lighting <clears throat> didn't exactly look the same this year. And then uh, Mike Johnson seems to be ramping up impeachment efforts. Elon just went off on advertisers, particularly Disney, and it was awesome. We've got Absurdia. We've got That's Memetastic. We've got it all. Before we get started, please to tell you that this hour is brought to you commercial-free by American Alternative Assets. Listen up, folks. Bidenomics is not working. The U.S. dollar is losing value, and your hard-earned savings are at risk. But you can act now before it's too late with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free Wealth Protection Guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile market style. 833, the number 2 USA Gold. That's 833-287-2465 or visit protectfrombiden.com. All right, let's kick things off with the news cruise. News cruise not going anywhere next week, by the way. Uh, that's not changing, but it's the last news cruise of the week, and we'll start it right now. We usually do. That's the nice thing about having a president who's got dementia is you get some great moments. And he was doing doing a, a tour yesterday and doing some some PR or some some press time, doing some talking, and he struggled with that as as he frequently does, uh, calling President Trump Congressman Trump here. Take a look. Instead of cutting them, or like Congressman Trump and Bob would want to do. <laughs> Bo, Bo Bert. <laughs> Who's Bo Bert? I don't know. There's so much confusion going on there. Congressman Trump. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, remember, this is the guy who kept saying during the 2020. I mean, we're three years into it now. We're three years further into his cognitive decline. But in 2020, he was he was talking about, I'm Joe Biden and I'm running for Senate. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You were a senator for 48 years or whatever it was, but you're not running for Senate, Joe. You're running for president. I don't know how that was allowed to happen and how it, well, we know how it got to where it got, but, but Joe, Trump was never a congressman. 
<laughs> no, he skipped that part. <laughs> he, yeah, he skipped that part. He wasn't a politician. Remember, remember, Joe, that's why you guys all hate him is because he's an outlier who doesn't play by your rules. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Bo Burt. Bo Burt. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but he's, so he, then he's touring the facility, right? And you might have to turn this one up, Disco, but then he's touring the facility, working with, talking with some workers, trying to sound all cool and, and tough and like, I have a cool job. Well, of course, you're the freaking president of the United States. But he's talking about how his, he and his Marines have the codes to blow up the world. You'd think, you'd think I'd be joking and he wouldn't say that, but he does. Take a listen. This is Nick. Hey, Nick. This is uh, Nick. Oh, Williams, buddy. Now look, my my Marine carries that. It has a code to blow up the world. That doesn't. This is not nuclear weapons, oh, is no. it? All right, okay. He's against the camera. Probably. No. Now. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> Dementia moment. Trying to be cute. It really doesn't matter. You don't walk around and be like, my Marine carries around a code to blow up the world. Like, what? <laughs> what? No. That, that, a child says something like, yeah. You know, this goes back to Joe's like, oh, what's your your, your, your AR going to do against a fighter jet? Right. You know, oh, yeah. When was the last time you saw deers running around in Kevlar in the forest? You know, it's just, he's just a simp, you know, he's a, he's just a complete moron, cuck, beta buffoon, you know, he, he thinks he's funny with all these cutesy, you know, his one-liners, I'm Senator Joe Biden, the husband of Dr. Jill Biden, right, you know, you know, I, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid, right, he's just, he's just full uh, of garbage that just spews out, uh, don't jump, yeah, (laughs) Out of his trap. Yeah. It, it, it's just, you know, they try and then play it off as like being folksy and, you know, Joe's just one of the guys. He's not one of the guys. He's a fucking asshole. And we all know that. And his brain is rotting in front of us. His brain is turning into oatmeal before our very eyes. And he just keeps repeating the these stupid little catchphrases over and over again. He's not even running the country. We all know Obama's running the country. This is Obama's third term. So he's yeah. just you know paraded out there you know they they had to put him out there he you know he white liberals needed him they felt more comfortable having joe biden there to vote for so that's why we got him but it is so frustrating that people go along with and buy into the folksy stuff the he's just this guy from scranton he's just an old fella you know just a cute grandpa type earlier this afternoon we talked about earlier on the show this week but I was doing some stuff for Mammoth Nation and recording, you know, part of the recap and, and hit again on on all the lies about the economy this week that he and KJP were spewing. And you just look at this whole picture and it's like everyone is buying that he's something that he's not. And then everyone is buying, not everyone, obviously we are all not, but a huge portion of the country is buying the fact that our, our economy is not in tatters, that our borders not all of that. It's like, 
They're forcing themselves to think that because they're having buyer's remorse. Right. And a lot of people on the left and some people on the right who voted for Biden because they hated mean tweets are trying to justify their decision. And they don't want to look stupid. They don't want to apologize for it. It's the same people who got the COVID jab and were, you know, shaming other people for not getting it and then realizing it doesn't work. Right. And so now they're, you know, they're still going to, you know, instead of admitting Admitting that they're wrong, they're going to double and triple down, and that's right. what we're seeing with people who are like, "No, the economy's fine. What are you talking about? Gas prices are coming down, food prices are coming down. You know, it's the fourth most inexpensive Thanksgiving in history. You know, and at the same time, they're saying how great the economy is, but they're also going after. They're talking shit about businesses, saying, "Oh, there's price gouging going on." Right. Well, what is it then? Yeah. No, I mean the one stat. Everything is up. Everything is up. The one stat is, I think it was 11400 maybe 11900 over $11,000 per household. It costs that much more per year to run the household. That's a big-ass number. That's a chunk, considering I mean, what the median income is. Right. Think about it. I mean, some of us are blessed to have, have better you know, situations than others, but a lot of our country actually technically lives under the poverty line. <laughs> It, 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 no one would think of it that way. It's it just like, you know, some of those stats are skewed too. just like according to BMI, everyone's morbidly obese. We've got a lot of those people too, but, but according to that, it's wrong. But we have people who are, you know, you're, if you're, if you're on a teacher's salary or a cop salary or some of our first responders salary, and granted some of them get overtime and this, that, and the other, but even so, Eleven thousand plus dollars. That's a huge swing. That's not like that. That's a third or a fourth of some people's salaries. Yeah. And and they're not getting more, by the way. No, it's not like, hey, but we gave you more money. So it's all, you know, it just doesn't. Matter. Nobody's getting raises anywhere. No, the inflation is skyrocketing and nobody's getting raises. It's not except a, for college football, a college football. Yeah. yeah. College football players and coaches. Yeah. Everyone else is screwed. But there are people that I know that I've talked to who are just have this cognitive dissonance where it's like everything is fine, everything is much better because Trump isn't here. And then leading up to the 2020 election, uh, you know, conversation that I had, and the response of them saying, I would rather live in a communist country than to see the Darth Cheeto as president again. Yeah. They're will, they were willing, and they're, they're still hell-bent on it. They will collapse and ruin the country because they hate one man so much, even though, you know, it's not just one person. And even if Trump does get back into office, it's going to be a huge struggle for him. Look what they did to him the first term yeah. and, and how much they, they, they scuttled everything that he tried to do. Look at the border wall. It was his own party. It was the Republicans that were scuttling him. Remember when, you know, Dick Face McCain came up and they were voting on the repeal of Obamacare and he's like and everybody cheered you know (laughs) then he died yeah yeah, the Uniparty is strong man no they are they are and and on big issues like that there wasn't a lot done there was a ton done I mean in terms of foreign policy Abram Accords you know peace through strength model that, that worked on so many fronts in terms of the economy and all that there was a lot that was done right but 
on big ticket items that could have advanced us even further as a country, helped our national security, our border, all that kind of stuff. It was. There was he. He faced roadblocks everywhere. The thing, the, the roadblocks, I understand coming from the Democrats, but when it comes from your own party, and that's why I just feel like such a sap after all these years of supporting the Republican Party. And it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like we talk about how we make fun of people who live in Chicago and all the, these other blue hellholes who keep voting for the same people. I, I, I still am flabbergasted that I voted for Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's but but it, and you should be. But also part of the problem is, is what was your choice? Yeah. What was your choice? It was him or Obama. Like. Yeah, you didn't have your back. Just like you know, it, it, this time around. I mean, let's be honest. Let's 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 just say the worst happens here, and we're way off course, but that's okay. Let's say the worst happens, and Trump is somehow taken off the ballot, put in prison, which would not necessarily preclude him from running, but would certainly hurt his chances. Do, you're going to be faced with a Nikki Haley or Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom situation again. You're going to have to choose the the lesser of two evils. Some people will say, I'm just not voting. It doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. And, and you're not wrong. I'm not saying blah, 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 blah. You're wrong. But <clears throat> most most people, I think, will just be like, all right, you know, let me fill this circle. Right. So my choice is either take a bite out of a shit sandwich or have a spoonful of a bowl full of diarrhea soup. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that's a that's a visual. But um, those are the choices. Those are other choices. Yeah, you know, it, they're they're all bad choices when you've got those. The, the one the saving grace, though, is you know there is those people out there with with significant TDS, and we all know them. We all know lots of them, and then certainly you see them on online on the various socials. But the only <clears throat> the only kind of like positive point I see. I mean, I see a lot of positive points with Trump being the nominee, if that's how it is going to go. And I, I, unless he's taken off, he will be the nominee. There's concerns about winning the general. I do have concerns about whether he can win it or not, regardless of who he's against, not because of whether it's fair or not. It's just, it's just because of reality. The reality is, is permanent Washington hates him that much and will do anything to scuttle his efforts. But the saving grace, the one positive thing I can kind of look at, I'm not holding on to, but but look at is you see a lot of people on the left who are saying, okay, and not even just the left. I mean, left, center, anything but Joe, which is what, and we've talked about this, is what people have said and still are saying about Trump, anything but Trump, which is how we got Joe. But now it's been so bad under Joe that they're like, oh, man, anything but him. And I just wonder what percentage of people who voted against Trump, legitimately voted against Trump last time, would would flip if it was the same race again, if it was Biden versus Trump part two. I think the chances are pretty good that they would, but they would never tell anybody. Right. I think so, too. Yeah. And that, I'm okay with that. Like, hey, live in the shadows. Don't tell people you're gay. Don't tell people you voted. I'm not encouraging that. I'm just saying, like, I don't care. Like— Tell people, don't tell people, just, but do the right thing. Do the right thing. And, and you, you cannot, I'm telling you guys, four more years of Joe Biden, Joe Biden, four more years of Obama. If, if Obama gets a fourth term, especially in, 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 in 
you know, secession, like we're, we're in trouble. We're in a lot, a lot of trouble. Sure. And it, it, well, yeah, if Joe gets another four years, but if it's not Joe, that's a potential of eight years if it's a Newsom. What would the country look like in eight years with Newsom running it? It would look exactly like Los Angeles and San Francisco. Yeah. And that's the goal for the communists. That's what they want. But, again, there are so many people on the left who are like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. We don't want that. You know, we're just libs, and we want to be free. And it's like we were all on the same page for a long period of time. We all got along. Everything was fine. You know, I was a little bit right of center. You were a little bit left of center. But everything has moved so far to the left that they don't realize it. They still think that they're, you know, the good guys on, on the side of right, on the side of free speech, and they're not. And they're continually doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on the fact that this is what happens when you divide when you divide politics into sports. Like you have either you're on one team or you're on the other team. I don't like either team. Right. But I see the one team really wants to go to communism as quickly as possible, and the other team has people who want the same thing as Democrats, but you have, like, a small fraction of people, like, trying to, you know, pull the brakes on it, on the speeding locomotive. Right. And on the other side, there's nobody. They're just, you know, throwing coal into the fire and getting that train chugging along, and the smoke's billowing out of the stack, and they're hauling ass. And you better not touch anything that, you know, it looks anything like a break. Yeah. And if you do, you're dead. Yeah. If you do, you're dead. And, yeah. and, and you have, you know, uh, uh, you have Anna and Eli and a couple others who are like, you know, every time, you know, one of the rhinos starts shoveling coal, they're, you know, slapping the, the shovel out of their hands just to try and slow the train down just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, 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 that's, that's a, that's a, a, a true analogy or metaphor um, description of how of how things are going. Sadly, um, one last thing on Biden, real quick. <clears throat> he also gave us this doozy where he he talked about cutting the deficit by seven billion. Take a look. By the way, I cut the federal deficit over seven billion dollars while doing all this. No, you didn't. I mean, think about it. He keeps – it's just remarkable. Like, I don't think that there's anything that he doesn't lie about. No. I, like, it, it's, it's really kind of remarkable. You didn't cut it by $7 billion. You didn't cure cancer, which you've said you have a couple times. Clearly, that's not true. I mean – and I use that as an example because, one, he did say it, but, two, it's just that big and outlandish of a lie – but that's just, that's just how he operates. Oh, and uh, by the way, I, whatever, fill in the blank. I cured cancer. Yeah. Well, I created pizza. <laughs> I, I, I like. What he's doing is like if you were to say you weighed 200 pounds when you saw a doctor and you put on 100 pounds, so you went back to the doctor and you weighed 300, the doctor's like, oh, you got to do something about this weight. You can't add 100 pounds to yourself. And you're like, okay, I'll try and do something. And six months later, you come back and you're like, hey, I'm down five pounds. Yeah. 
You still, you've gained a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you've lost. You haven't done anything. And yeah. that, these are the claims that he's making. He's made everything worse for himself. And then when there's little incremental improvements, trying to act like it, it, it's a huge improvement, but all you're doing is, you know, gaining a hundred pounds and then losing five, you're still morbidly obese and your life expectancy isn't going to be that long. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with the economy. Yeah. All of it. With jobs. Yeah. With, you name it. It's, 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 he's, he's conveniently able to say a lot of the things that he says, um, leaning on that, that Miller's law of, well, technically, technically there's, there's some truth in this because I did come down just from, it's bad. Uh, it's bad. Well, so <clears throat> it's a great time of year. We've got, you know, Christmas lights here. We got a warm, cozy fire on a screen, granted, over in the corner. But everyone loves it, right? We're decorating. We're, you got Christmas carols. You got tree lightings and parties. I think most of us probably don't watch the, 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 the tree lighting at Rockefeller Center on television anymore because of the cast of characters they usually bring there. But it is a tradition, right? And a lot of us have seen it a lot of times. Some of you still do. I'm not judging. I don't, you know, whatever. But it's a tradition. Here's the deal, though. It looked a little different last night. <laughs> and when I say a little different, I mean a lot different. Here was, here was, we got several clips. Here was one scene right here. So cultural enrichment, bro. Yeah, it's it gets it gets a little bit different. Everyone supporting Palestine, some supporting Hamas, showing up there and trying to disrupt this festive night with singing and Christmas songs and carols and all of that on national television. So they surround Rockefeller Center and and, and the plaza there. They're they're there, and of course. What happens with protests in America these days? Things get a little hot. Things get a little feisty like they did here. Literally hot in the sense of fire because you got one of these pro-Palestine supporters here burning a, a New York Police Department uh, officer's hat. Take a look. So as that dumbass is burning a police officer's hat, which is ridiculous, and, and hopefully burning himself more, you've got them chanting, whose streets, our streets in the back. Other chants throughout the night, shut it down, talking about the, the, the Christmas tree lighting. These people are straight up insane. They're mad. I mean, they're, they're malcontents. They're, they're malcontent. I mean, and, but, and, but they're just so misguided, too. Look, I get it. For the, the, the few people that are there that are actually Palestinian, that feel like they have a plight and maybe don't support Hamas and Iran and just, just want some peace and to not be a part of it. Hey, I just was born in a shitty, shitty place. I get that there's probably some of those. 
But the other's like, you're just on the wrong team, bro. And, and you're expecting all of us to just stop our way of life and, and adhere to what you want. That's all they do. They, they just ruin everything. That's because they're malcontents. They derive no pleasure out of life whatsoever. And the only kind of pleasure they get is to either wreck events that other people are trying to enjoy, wreck people's careers, uh, get people canceled. They, that, that's the only pleasure that they get out of life, which is a terrible way to live. They just, they, they never create anything. They only can destroy because yeah. malcontents are normally the losers of society. And losers of society, for whatever reason, are incapable of creation. Whether it was the fact that, you know, they had, a, you know, shitty parents, a shitty family, or they just decided, or, or they were just bad at everything. They were bad in school, they were bad in sports, they were ostracized. So now this is their time that they, you know, feel like they can join a group of other malcontents who never really fit in. And just take revenge on a society that they see has ostracized them for all these years. Yeah. And that's what we get. That's what we get. No, I, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's just so frustrating. Mean, there's just, there's so many of them. <laughs> I mean, that, that, and they're so loud. There's they're so many and, there's, and they're, they're so loud. Um, they weren't done though. Real quick, last clip here. Here's them burn the police officer's hat and then NYPD's finest trying to keep the peace there, keep people away from the tree lighting. Here's the pro-Palestine supporters trying to push barricades over. idiots i mean just seriously again i'm i'm so anti-protest even for things that i agree with i just i hate it i like you, you go there people do stupid stuff there's a crowd you know a massive crowd the only, if, the only time i want to be around a big crowd is if it's a football game and i want them to be my fans and i want to be drinking beer and hugging and high-fiving but like but that kind of stuff like all these like who wants to go to those things People, someone's getting the shit kicked out of them. It's either you're assaulting law enforcement or, or they're responding to you assaulting law enforcement or not that maybe not assaulting, but trying to break through barriers, all the, I, I, and I get it. There's a, there's a, there's some people who are just paid agitators who that's what they do. There's some people who just know that they suck at life and want to feel a part of something, which is most of those people. But I, I still just don't understand the, the concept 
of, of thinking that that accomplishes anything because it doesn't. If, if, look, you could be, let's just pretend you're pro-Palestine and you hate Israel and all Jews for a second. First of all, you're an awful person. But second of all, here's my suggestion. Sit at home, pour yourself a bourbon and put something else on TV or just hang out with your, your spouse and your family and still care about the issue, but know that you're not going to actually accomplish anything by going to a stupid protest. So just sit at home and have a drink. Go smoke hashish or 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 uh, what's the or hookah with with your friends and talk about how how you're you're just facing this uphill battle in the play. Do something, but but these don't do anything. They don't accomplish anything other than make you look like absolute assholes. No, and the dudes who participate in this, the white dudes who do it, they it, it's all about getting chicks. You know, but who, yeah, okay. Finish your point. <laughs> but it is whenever you have people like this, you go back in history. Anything that men have ever done throughout history is either for money or for chicks. And if you get the money, you get the chicks. But if you're a malcontent loser, and all of a sudden you become an activist, all your clout goes up. So you see some chick with a septum piercing and dyed hair, and you're wearing one of these, you know, Hamas rags around your neck, and you're out there you know, sticking it to the man. Yeah. That that's sexy. Well, it's a bad combo, right? Because you got dudes who are losers and suck at sports and suck at everything. So they're fine trying to find some sort of community in something. So they go there and they they for the ones who are still attracted to females the way they were designed, a lot of them have changed that because they also needed to find community like, okay, well maybe I'll just try and be a different gender. But the ones who want chicks go there because the chicks are the same thing and they want to feel a part of something and they want to feel loved and adored. So it's like, Hey, you, you want to come inside of me? Come on in brother. You're wearing the right rag around your head. Like, let's do it. We're all part of this together. Uh, and maybe that was a little graphic, but like, <laughs> but there, but there, it's this, I mean, it is, they're both susceptible. So it's like, it's like a dating app. Yeah. Why did you care about this issue? No, I just want someone who hates themselves, but will let me have sex with them. That's, the, that's, that's the, the type of people who are going there. Exactly. And they want to be counterculture and edgy and it's like, okay, well, you, you're supporting a terrorist organization. That's about as counterculture as you get. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and again, like I, protests are gay, but if you're going to do them, can, can we can we find something better to protest? Like we, we we see all the time. I mean, the the big ones over the last several years. Obviously, you always have abortion. Okay, so you're all about murdering infants. Got it. Not a good look. Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd stuff. All lies. All lies. Literally documented, proven lies. Just ridiculous outrage. This. The LGBTQ stuff, like at least the LGBTQ stuff, like that's who you guys think you are, like whatever, make a poster board or take your top off like you normally do or do whatever you're going to do. But, but you're supporting a terrorist organization, murdering babies and Black Lives Matter, who's never done a damn thing for the black communities of America. Like pick something better. I mean, honestly, if you ever try and take my meat, I'm going to straight up punch you in the face, but Go if you, if you're if you're a vegan, go do a vegan protest. P, you know, PETA does that kind of shit all the time. They don't usually burn things down and assault police officers. They're just dumb. I don't know. 
I just don't get it. Just don't do any of it. Don't do any of it. Well, the uh, oppression supply doesn't meet the demand, yeah. and so people they they want to feel they want to feel like they're oppressed and a part of an aggrieved community, and that's what they get drawn to. But the problem, is, and you hear a lot of these you know these people on the left say, you know, I you know I want my daughter to have more rights than me, and in the last thirty years I have lost so many rights, and they talk about rights that they've lost. And I'm like, what are what rights have you lost? You know, where have I been? What am I missing? You know, as far as I know, you can vote. You can sit wherever you want to on a bus. You can sit wherever you want to on a plane. You you can go and eat wherever you want. You can get any job. Yeah. Like, literally, you can even, in the military, you can even get certain special operations jobs now. Like, almost everything is open. The world's your oyster. Right. So I, I'm not sure yeah. where this. It's just it's all faux oppression, it and, and it's all just kind of like conceptualized thoughts of of, of grievance, right. where people you really have to read into what somebody says and say, oh, racist. Yeah, you know, it's like wait, no, <laughs> that's not what it is. You know, but that's everybody now is predisposed to that. Look at that poor little boy, the the Chiefs fan, and what's going on with him. And that's all because Karen, whatever his name is, at Deadspin, and I know it's pronounced Karan, but I think Karen is much more more appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> look, he did it. He did that on purpose. He yeah. knew it was going to get. It was just for clickbait. You know, being the hack that he is. And then we come to find out that the kid's actually Native American. Right. Yeah, his mom is. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That that story got worse and worse for that douchebag over at Deadspin uh, by the minute. I'm just hoping the family is like, you know what, Deadspin, you're dead. And I saw a quote from the dad the other day. I don't remember the whole quote, um, <clears throat> but someone was saying something, and he was like, "The damage has already been done," which to me is like. We're about to sue your ass. And and go get it, boy. Go yeah. get it. Get generational wealth from it. Oh, yeah. Go full Peter Thiel on yeah. them. Go go full Nick Sandman on them. Yeah. No, you 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 should get a shit ton of money from them. And and Deadspin, who's not doing great, this is going to be the death blow to them. So it's going to be a great love story. Or a great, not love story, but story where you come out on top, they get put under, 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 they're done. You know, uh, it should be amazing. But Karen's going to go on. I could see him doing a podcast with Jamil Hill or something. Oh, yeah. No, they, that, and Megan Rapinoe. <laughs> they're perfect for each other. <laughs> Perfect for each other. Um, <clears throat> reminder, going back to politics just for a second, that tonight is the big debate. Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis, 9 p.m. Fox News with Sean Hannity. Again, I think I think people will watch it because I think you're going to bring people from both sides in to watch it. The question just remains, why are we doing it? <laughs> and I think the answer is it could very likely be, as we've projected for a long time, that Gavin is going to be the nominee for the Democrats, and this is kind of helping get him out there. Um, what's weird about it is now with the Koch brothers getting in behind Nikki, you know, Ron's dead in the water. He just he just really is. And I'm not saying that to celebrate. I know there's a lot of people on on X and other places that go after him. And that's not ever been our style. I like him. I'm not saying I'm voting for him, but I like him. He's been a great I like governor. Him too. His campaign sucked, though. Like, and Trump's running, so you can't beat Trump. Like, yeah, you know, probably should have waited. But, <clears throat> but tonight is literally. I mean, it, 
since they scheduled this several months ago. So much has changed because you're you're I, I don't know what the poll numbers are this morning, but with Nikki getting Koch brothers money and all of that, they're about to change on the GOP primary side of, of the people who go and do these debates and are taking part in the primary. That doesn't really matter if Trump's going to be there. But everything has changed to the point where tonight it's like, all right, we've got the person who's in third place here um, <laughs> against someone who's not technically running yet. But it has been to the White House when and the president China. isn't there. Yet. Right. <laughs> so I, I think it's a play for Newsom. I, I don't know. I, it's going to be weird. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, maybe do some clips over the weekend or whatever and talk about it on Monday. But it's going to be a weird thing um, for sure. I, I still just don't understand. I mean, it's 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 going to be two hours from now or whatever it is, and it's. I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Are you? Like, I want to. I get home. I want to have a drink and and turn off work, not turn it on. I'm interested in seeing it because I, being from Florida and having tremendous pride in the state, and then I've also lived in California and worked with a lot of people that are based out of California, there's always been this sort of rivalry between the two states. Yeah. And so to me, it, it's, it's it, you know what it is? It's like last weekend in football, it's a rivalry game. And so now, it, you know, it's my team being Florida against their team being California. California. So yeah. I do have some interest in it as far as it goes, you know, along those lines. Okay. All right. I like it. Well, I, it's going to be good. You know what? Let's just pivot to this real quick. And then, so, and then we'll do question of the day in a break afterwards. But the, uh, <clears throat> the game last week, rivalry game. Okay. Obviously I had Tom's over there giggling about something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just sent me a text message, and evidently I clogged the toilet before I left. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I'm glad that we. I'm, I'm glad that I forced that out of you. <laughs> um, but you bring up rivalries. It's just so hard to go back after that. Uh, you bring up rivalries. And last week's game, obviously, I care a lot about the Michigan Ohio State game, but so do a lot of other people. It's it's the oldest rivalry. It's 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 the best rivalry, uh, most would argue. And, and for the ones who argue against it, I would just say this. You're wrong. There are other great rivalries. But you look at the ratings from last weekend. Alabama and Auburn, great rivalry. Iron Bowl, always great. That game, insane. Had nine, just over nine, almost 9.1 million viewers, which is pretty great. The game, Michigan, Ohio State, 19, almost 19.1 million. 10 million more. For, for some other reference, some, someone put out these stats too. Had, had more than, than the NCAA men's title game in basketball. March Madness, 14.7. 5 million more. More than the Kentucky Derby by 5 million. More than an NBA, uh, the NBA Finals game 5 which had 13 million, so a 6 million gap there, more than the Masters final round, more than a World Series game, World Series game five in particular, more than a Stanley Cup game by 17 million, actually. <laughs> Dominated that. Those are some freaking amazing numbers. Yeah. 19 million plus. And 
<laughs> and you have other activists going, there needs to be equal pay for the WNBA. You're not pulling in numbers like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when, when you actually are doing something that, that benefits the school or the, or the league, or in, in the case of the WNBA, just the country, then you can speak up. Until then, just sit down and shut up. Yeah, you, you if you've got a product that that is sellable, is marketable. 19, 19 million people watching something, that's a marketable product. It's a marketable product. <laughs> well, and for all the people too, I mean, they're not watching this show, but people who are who are at these schools and are just going through and they're like athletes. Athletes are just so annoying. They think that they're just in this cool club. They are. Most of you go to their games. If you're whining like this, you don't. But you sit around and have 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 ramen and, and tea with your friends. But and they go to pro Hamas marches. And they go to pro Hamas marches. They're absolutely the same people. But it's like y'all don't. You don't have to like football if you don't. Uh, I we're not going to get along. But you don't have to like it. But you have to understand what pays for everything. And and particularly when it comes to the athletic departments, you look at this. You look at football, and and you look at a, a school in the Big Ten, for example, Michigan, Ohio State, obviously huge, Penn State huge. But even, you know, take someone else, take a Rutgers or a Northwestern or a or Illinois, whoever. And when you've got a Big Ten TV network, Big Ten network TV deal and rights there and you've got all these other things and you've got big sponsors from from Nike or Under Armour, or whoever you've gone like there's just so much freaking money in it. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and you you need the, the revenue from that sport to pay for other sports like men's and women's cross country. Right. <laughs> yes. There, there's how, how many people showed up at that event uh, last Saturday, Brenda? No one. Okay. Yeah. Or your parents. Yeah. Exactly. To a cross country meet right. where you get to see the beginning and the end of something. Right. <laughs> you don't, you can't see the middle at all. Right. <laughs> You can't, unless you're running alongside. Um, it is. It's just interesting. But those numbers, I just had to bring them up because I kept seeing them. Um, those numbers are huge. Those those are like epic. Yeah, for a Saturday afternoon, a Saturday at noon. Noon. Yeah, a <laughs> noon game. It was not not prime time. Like freaking noon game blew everything else in the sports world out uh, by a long shot. Um, the ghost of Bo Schembechler. What a, what a guy. What a guy. Um, okay, let's get to uh, question of the day. And then we'll take a quick break, our only break for the day, and we'll get into the rest of our content, which includes um, another announcement about what's going on with some changes, as well as welcome to Absurdia and Memetastic. Did you guys send in some memes? Did you send in some? No. no? Okay. Um, perfect. We have like four then, probably. Um, but we're going to get to all of that. Question of the day is this. It's Christmas. White lights or multicolored or colored lights on a Christmas tree? What do you go with at home? Obviously, there's a time and kind of a setting for, for, for each. Some of you might argue against that. But are you a white lights person or a colored lights on your Christmas tree kind of a person? Send your responses and we'll get to our answers too after this break.
We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. Never miss an episode and experience the best live in-show engagement with Drew and the crew on Rumble. Be sure to subscribe to Drew's channel to be notified each time he goes live for the best commentary, the best skits, and outstanding guests on the issues that matter to you. You can do so on the Rumble app by searching Drew Berquist, then click subscribe, or by visiting rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist on your web browser. My business partner, Jim, and I uh, started Thistle Creek Reserve because we wanted to bring glory to God. We want to be Christ-centered seven days a week, 365 days a year. Our coffee is produced all around the world, some from Papua New Guinea, South America, and Guatemala, Brazil, for example. Beyond the Cup is its our life motto. It's our way to give back, and it's, for us, our charitable partners. Uh, we partner with the Tim Tebow uh, Akoa Philippi Project to help rescue women and children from sex trafficking. Uh, we partner with Seamark Ranch, a uh, foster care community, to help show the love of Christ to children uh, who've really just been abandoned by their families. One of the things that we do is we go back and we support the missionaries that we help get our coffee from so that they can build churches and uh, schools and hospitals and dig wells so that everybody has fresh and clean water. We stand on core conservative Christian values and we will never shy away from that. But that doesn't mean that we don't love our friends that are across the aisle. We love them all. We wanna serve good coffee to them all. And we want them to know that there's somebody who might not think like they do, but's willing to love them anyway and have a conversation with them. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. 
My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Welcome back. That's one of my favorites. It's a good one. It might, it might be my favorite. I don't know. Um, noir is always fun. Noir is always good. We got to do some more of those this holiday season. Maybe some Christmas noir. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, question of the day was: If you missed it, white lights or colored lights on your Christmas tree? What do you go with at home? Or if you don't do a tree at home? What do you prefer? What did you use to prefer? Whatever. Just give us some sort of an answer here. And this can be a controversial question here. Doesn't have to be, but it could be. Tom, what are you going to go with? Uh, I personally, well, I've got a white tree, so I go with colored lights. I like the colored lights against the backdrop of a white Christmas tree. Okay. Now, my mother, on her Christmas tree, she has, you know, just, well, it's a fake tree. Um but she uses white lights in it and it the white lights go with the the rest of the decorating that she does in in the uh christmas tree room okay you know she's got like this little snow village set up and oh, adorable yeah it's all it's pretty much all white lights but then she goes colored lights outdoors okay i th- it, yeah i go i go colored on the tree because of the white tree and then colored outside as well. But I do like the the like icicles, the white icicles on, you know, like the edge of the house. Those are nice. <clears throat> I just noticed that the way we're describing it, it's white or colored. Um, definitely could be taken the wrong way. Uh, Christmas lights, folks. Christmas lights. Um, I don't know if Disco's got audio or not. I don't know what's what's going on. He can he can jump in if he does, if, if he can. If, he, if not, no worries. Um, but I'm gonna He's go. He's got like Ebola or something. Doesn't yeah, I think e- e- Ebola and rabies combined. <laughs> yeah. It's like a new, it's a new variant. Uh, he was bitten by a gay raccoon. Um, might have AIDS too. We can't confirm or deny. Uh, he's got something different than I do, though. I think there's a lot going around, but he's more like fever and stuff. I just have no voice, a cough, and you know some other ailments. But um, so our tree here. 
is is going in between. It's on a slow burn. Right now it's white, transitioning to color. It kind of transitions throughout just just because See, there it goes. It's going it went from colored lights to white lights and I like them both. Yeah. No, and it's slow and then you kind of get the in between like kind of like some lighter greens and blues before it goes. Right. So that's kind of interesting. I love I think most children obviously love colored lights. We've got a fake tree at the house. Now, we've transitioned to that. It's going to be a question of the day during this season for sure. But we've We've transitioned to that, and like this one, it's actually the same brand as this one, just a bigger one, and you can, you know, choose all different settings and colors. If the kids get a hold of the controller, it's instantly on multicolored lights. It also has 7,000 ornaments on it because that's just the season of life that we're in. You know, I I would prefer at this point a simpler, you know, more Martha Stewart-style tree. Um I don't know why I'm using her, but you know, just kind of clean and 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 whatnot. <clears throat> but I do I do like the colored lights. But I think like the tree that my wife and I have in our room, we have a smaller one there. It's white lights, and I think I think I would I I think if push came to shove, I would go classic. Although I do enjoy the colored lights, loved it as a kid. When the kids put it on there, I don't hate it. I'm not like upset about it. Like it's like, okay, that does look good. And and this one, you know, when it's colored, it looks good too. So it's, I could go either way. I, but if I have to choose, which I do, because it's question of the day, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go white lights. Um, and I love that at night. I love a dark, you know, family room at night, watching something on the the TV with the wife, cocktail in hand, and you've got the little ambiance of the. Of the tree in the background, it's the best. Yeah, I think you know. I I believe that colored Christmas lights are for kids, and the white Christmas lights on the Christmas trees—that's more of an adult thing. Yeah, which puts us in a weird spot because we've not really grown up. Yes, completely. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, okay, keep sending your responses in. I love seeing them. Um, we're going to get to the announcement uh, again here in a little bit about locals and Rumble and all that stuff. Um, so we'll come back to that. Uh, but for now, let's 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 pivot to Mike Johnson. We talked about Mike Johnson yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was two days ago. And his his statement on Ukraine, which we're not going to go back into. But there were some concerns and some questions with it. There was also some uh, some caveats that could go along with it that make it not as bad as some people were making it out to be. In the end, we'll see. Well, the proof will be in the pudding. But he's <clears throat> he seems to be kind of ramping up efforts for impeachment. I don't know what's taking anyone in D.C. on our side so long <laughs> to do this. We've controlled the House, like, just frickin' impeach Look how quickly they're working on getting George Santos out. Right. <laughs> and they refuse to do anything with Mayorkas, Cardona, Garland— Biden, Biden. Yeah. any of them. But it's George Santos. He's got to go. <laughs> well, it's just well, let's let's watch this clip and then we'll discuss. I just bullet points here from 2014 to 2019. Five family members and their affiliate companies received over 15 million dollars from foreign companies and foreign nationals. These are all facts. 
That's a stubborn thing. That included Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, Romania, and China. Biden Business Associates received an additional $9 million. The, the, the chairman here have uncovered a lot of facts. President Biden has, of course, lied at least 16 times about his involvement in his family's business schemes. There are at least 22 examples of Joe Biden speaking with or meeting with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. The Oversight Committee recently released two checks. You see the graphics up here today. Uh, these checks are to Joe Biden. One is for $40,000 from China, and another is for $200,000 from a now bankrupt healthcare company that his brother James Biden apparently swindled. Listen, this, uh, this, uh, this investigation has to continue. So facts are stubborn things. You're right, Mike. But, but again, the question is, what are we going to do about it? And, and we, the, the problem is, is we have people there who, one, always talk. I mean, you hear not necessarily all of them are in the House, but you hear in the House and the Senate people talking about, oh, Joe's harmless. He's a great guy. He's, he's, he's none of those things. And he's also a documented criminal who, is, who has done so many things to benefit he and his family and screw over the American people. He's leveraged his, his titles and his influence to enrich himself, and that's not okay. So there's all this stuff there, not to mention other stuff he's involved with. But there's, there's all this evidence, and yet we won't do it because we've got people who are like, ah, oh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to cheapen the impeachment process. We don't want to do this tit-for-tat stuff. We don't. No, do the tit-for-tat stuff. They impeached Trump twice on total bullshit, stuff that was proven to be bullshit, but they rushed it through, had people making emotional decisions, and everyone in D.C. hates Trump, so they did it. That's, that sparked a thing where previously there had been two impeachments. Nancy Pelosi has as many impeachments as the rest of everyone in the history of our country <laughs> under her belt. When that kind of shit happens, it's just, all right, game on, let's go. You're impeached. You're impeached. You're, you know what? Your wife's impeached, too. She doesn't serve in office. I don't care. She's a whore. Impeached. Like, you, you, start, you just start playing that game. You have to do it. And then the game will change, and it'll likely be changed by the Democrats because they play hard, and they go hard to the hoop, and we don't. But we literally still are in, and it's because of the uniparty, and it's because people, there's a reason for it. But in terms of optics and perception, we're still in this, let's just wait, wait and see. Let's hope for the best kind of a thing. Like, maybe something will change all on its own. <laughs> That's literally like the mantra of our party. We're better than that. Don't you, don't you worry. You just wait and see. Things are going to get better. Yeah. No, they're not. All these dudes are dirty. All these du dudes and duesses in the Senate and the House of Representatives, they're as dirty as a jiffy-footed surfer girl down in Jack's Beach. You know, it's just it, they've got leverage on each other. And the reason why the Demo the Republicans aren't moving to impeach Biden is because the deep state is telling them not to. They're saving that because— my prediction is all these investigations and this maybe sort of impeachment will be Joe's out so he won't run. And so they're just waiting for the right time to come in and say, Joe, you need to get out. You need to say that you need to spend more time with your son and all his trials and tribulations that are happening. You get to not run again and you also get to pardon him. 
and right. nobody's going to be the wiser, and you just need to bow out of the race. That's what they're waiting for. That's why you see Republicans not moving on this. Right. They're not moving at all. They're just dragging their feet. They know all this information. They know they've known it for years, but it's the leverage game that they all play. Once they get, they just need the right time to use their leverage, and that's what they're waiting for. Okay. No, I, I think that makes sense too. And I, I do. I, I think there is going to be that announcement at some point. Spend time with family. Take care of my health. You know, enjoy my my final years. Kind of, you know, retirement. This, that, whatever, whatever you call it for for someone like him. But <clears throat> that announcement is going to come. It, he I, he is going to get forced out. And and tonight, again, as we talked about earlier, could be one of the things that kind of starts to shove that boulder over the hill with with Newsom's debate tonight, which is still just so funny to me. Um, it's just such a weird thing. Um, we'll see. Again, facts are stubborn things. You're right, Mike Johnson, and the rest of the conservative caucus there. Do something with them. But we got to get George Santos out. <laughs> I'm so over that whole conversation. But I know we never really went into it much here, and it's on it's on purpose. It's like I think this is a dumb story. I don't stand with this guy or that guy. I don't stand with any of y'all motherfuckers. Uh, but I'm certainly not going to to weigh in on this. No, people are like I can't believe you. Like you guys stand by this guy or that guy. It's like I don't stand by any of them. Like I've never I never say anything about it. Like. Kick him the fuck out. I don't care. Like, just vote him out. It's every two years. Right. He's up for re-election. <laughs> this is not hard. Yeah. It's not hard. It is hard to work in digital media, particularly if you're a conservative and you love this country. And it's hard if if you're a social media platform such as Twitter X and you rely on advertisers. Because all the advertisers, I mean, the advertiser, let me tell you guys. The left and advertisers won. When I got into all of this stuff back in 2016, there was still some good getting to be to be got. I don't know if that's a, there was some good getting to be got. I don't know what that's I just a, said. I there. like that good getting to be got. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Things were good. Advertisers were 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 changing a lot. The Trump Hillary stuff started to really swing things a lot in a bad direction where people decided, hey, we're not gonna be neutral anymore. We're gonna let politics dictate how we run our businesses. And it started to change, but you could still make money then. Fast forward to now, if you're a conservative publisher in a traditional sense, online in particular, you have to change how you do things. And you likely have. Uh, because you've had to lay off people and close down, you know, brick and mortar facilities and all of that over over time because of what the left has done. And it's subtle and it's behind the scenes, but you have people who just won't advertise. And you have people who just won't let your stuff out there in SEO and all of that because they know that they can crush you, conservatives, by stripping away financial, you know, revenue opportunities. And that has happened to the point where it is almost impossible. It's not, and people will be like, it's not. But but the people who say it's not impossible are the ones who have a much lower burn rate, don't need to take care of lots of people and departments. You know, maybe maybe some individuals are making it, even some smaller ones. But they have made it damn near impossible, which is why I have, like, the Blaze, you know, and, and even Red Voice <clears throat> going away from ads altogether and just making it, hey— you like the content, some of it's free, some of it's behind the paywall, but there's no ads anywhere. Uh, you just get access to more if, if you do that kind of a deal. <clears throat> so that's 
that's why that kind of stuff's happening. I bring all that up, though. But it, look at look at national news. It's seventy percent of the ads in, in the primetime shows on cable are pharmaceutical companies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? Do we really think that the, the, the cable news or any news network is going to do a, a story that calls out the pharmaceutical business? No. no. Yeah. That's the danger that you run into when you're beholden to advertisers, especially like the pharmaceutical company that for years had been vilified by, by the left, but now they're embraced because you have to trust the science. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, those are the ads. Those ads, and, and then, you know, in conjunction with that, either big pharma ads for vaccines or government ads telling you to get the vaccine. It's all just... It's all so controlled. It's all so ridiculous. But it's, it's been tough. But if you're a social media, you know, guru or tech giant like, like Twitter is, like X is, and you're run by Elon Musk or owned by Elon Musk, you need those advertisers. That's a, that's a big part of, of your revenue model. And there's a long list of, of advertisers who are pulling their ads from X uh, in, in an attempt to, to essentially blackmail Elon Musk saying, hey, you need to change this, change that, and that, or we're not advertising with you anymore. And that list includes Apple, Disney, Washington Post, Paramount, NBC, Marvel, IBM, Sony Pictures, CBS, The Colbert Show, Comcast, Lionsgate, Warner Brothers, Discovery, all of that. Disney's the one who's been in the in the crosshairs the most, and there's a lot of boycotting going on with that. And I'm not suggesting you shouldn't, by the way. But that's <clears throat> did you see that naked dude? It thought it's a small world. That was amazing. I almost played it the other day. Um, that was that was. What was the story behind that? Oh, dude, he was definitely cruising on something that you can't buy in a store. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Going into It's a Small World, a well-known children's ride there. I'm guessing he was on ecstasy. Probably. Probably. I'm surprised Disney didn't love it. Like, we'll let it stand. They love they love putting inappropriate stuff in front of kids. But <clears throat> all that to say, you had this, um, this deal book thing, New York Times deal, um, and you had a bunch of people sit down, Elon Musk among them, and he was being asked about these advertisers and 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 referencing Disney and others he, I just love I love Elon going straight to the hoop here take a listen what do you mean if, if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising blackmail me with money go fuck yourself but go fuck yourself is that clear Bob, of course, the CEO of Disney. <laughs> I love it. Look, you you can do things without cussing. Um, I don't usually, <laughs> but my point is, is like some some people are uncomfortable with cussing. Some people are uncomfortable with this word or that word or whatever. I get it that you're entitled to to feel however you want. I'm not a proponent of cussing as much as I even do. Um, but there's times where it warrants it, and and moreover. I just like people being real. If that's who you are, be be yourself, be real. Elon saying, hey, you know what? If you're going to do this, go fuck yourself. Like, I love it. Yeah. Because everyone in that audience, well, not, not all of them, because some of them laughed. And, and certainly, dude on the stage and other people there are like, oh, we need to be proper. There needs to be decorum here. Like, no, screw that. We're at a point in time 
in society, here in America and, and, and abroad, the most important thing you can do is be real and say things that might make people uncomfortable. And it's not, it doesn't have to be mean-spirited. It's just, what, what do you think about this? I think that's fucking stupid. <clears throat> I still remember we had a meeting, <clears throat> excuse me, overseas. You know, D.C. would send all these people in who just suck at their jobs. But, of course, they were in leadership positions. Because <laughs> why not send a bunch of dumb people over into a war zone and let them try and dictate policy? And I remember this chick. That's the way it works just about <clears throat> every business, especially in government. If you suck, you automatically ascend <laughs> because nobody wants to deal with you. Yeah. No. You just get promoted out of the situation that you're in. Well, this chick comes over. <clears throat> it's so true. She comes over, and we're sitting in this conference room. We rarely had, like, conference room meetings. And I forget what it was. I think we were being disciplined for something. Um, but this, is, this chick, by the way, is, is a woman who bawled her eyes out in joy when Obama won the election okay. while we were over there. And <clears throat> But, you know, good idea. Fairy kicks in. And she's at the head of the table telling us this idea. And I just chimed in. I'm not saying this. To, I'm, not, I'm just saying how it went down. But she was like, and then we're going to do this and that. Kind of like, huh? And everyone's kind of looking uncomfortable, like, <clears throat> that's not a good idea. And I just chimed in. I was like, that is the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. <laughs> but it sparked a conversation. Everyone else was then uncomfortable, like, oh, no, Drew's going to get fired, and we're all going to be in even more trouble. But it's like, what? why? Why? Like, your idea is so dumb that I now have to elevate to here just to spark the conversation. Cause I know a lot of these people are just going to go along with it. Yeah. That's what Elon's doing. Like I, I'm not doing it. Go fuck yourself. I don't have a problem with it. I love it. I, I actually watched that clip a bunch of times. I find it funny that you have businesses like IBM who are joining the protest. And IBM sold the punch cards to the Nazis that they used in their death camps to keep track of the people that they were murdering. <laughs> and so for for IBM to try and act like they're standing on some sort of moral high ground is laughable. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know that about their their punch cards. <laughs> Well, all of them. I mean, you look at that list. Comcast, Colbert Show, CBS, Sony Pictures, IBM, Marvel, NBC, Warner, you know, Warner Brothers, all of them. Disney, obviously the main one that people are talking about. They all have done some shady shit in the past or been associated with it. They're, they're vile companies. Yeah. That we've all supported forever. Indirectly in most cases, but, but we still have. Man, the more you learn about people and companies and politics and all of that, the more it's just like, man, is anything what it's what it's supposed to be? Like, is no, it's not. None of it is. <laughs> it's all the matrix. It's all propaganda. It's all manipulation and trying to put out a narrative that isn't there to cover another narrative. It's it's amazing what's going on. You know, you've got people like uh, what was it uh, Edward Edward Bernays? 
who was a propagandist, well, he was in marketing. He's the reason why we have eggs for breakfast. Nobody up into the 1920s ate eggs for breakfast, but they were trying to figure out a way to sell eggs. So Bernays came up with the fact that, oh, we've always eaten eggs. And we started eating eggs. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, yeah. But we're, we're always being misled. And don't even get me started on the fluoride in our water, which fluoride and water and the whole fluoride, you know, uh, uh, programs that the Nazis were going on were meant to brainwash people and control people. <laughs> Do we want to go down that rabbit hole? Let's skip it for now. Let's skip it for now. Um, I know that there's probably people who are like, yes, let's do it. Uh, we're, we're on a time crunch because I only have so much voice left. I can feel it cracking more and more, and the coughs are coming on. Um, and we've got to go to Absurdia, so we might not go down that rabbit hole, but we're going to go to your town. So yes. uh, that's going to come. One other clip from Elon that I thought was just a great line from, from there. You can go and watch his whole interview on online if you want and have that kind of time. Uh, but here is one other clip. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck them. <laughs> I love it. I don't know what he had for breakfast or dinner that night, but I want some of it too, because it's just put it out there. Again, same thing as before. We don't need to beat this dead horse, but that I thought it was great. Great performance by Elon. The people who hate him are going to hate him more. The people who love him are going to love him more. And, and again, this is not me saying I endorse everything Elon says or does and that I trust Elon and everything, all of that. It's, I'm just saying he's playing the game well right now. And, and credit where credit's due. Uh, speaking of credit where credit's due, just one last sports thing before then we'll go back to uh, the announcement and, and, and wrap things up today with Absurdia and Memetastic is uh, Aaron Rodgers, who tours Achilles, game one, super exciting, you know, atmosphere. He's, he's Jets are running out of the tunnel. He comes out with a flag. Jets are excited. This is going to be the year. The Jets are going to do something. And then obviously he tears his Achilles right off the bat. But this is normally a really difficult injury to come back from. We're talking like a year and, and a lot of people still don't come back the same. They just don't. By the way, a lot of people tore their Achilles this year. It's like a weird thing. Kirk Cousins, Cam, there's multiple people on the Vikings alone that have torn their Achilles. One of the Miami Dolphins did. It was so gross. You could see it actually pop <laughs> when he took off running. It's an awful injury. And our favorite, Megan. Rapino? Yeah. She yeah. tore her Achilles. Probably had that one coming. Um, but but Aaron Rodgers tore it. Has gone through different different surgeries, different rehab and treatment. And I think it's been eleven weeks. And he practiced yesterday. He's in the twenty one day window where they can determine if he's gonna go to the active roster or not. It's insane. I mean, that's like if we're saying, hey, it's normally circa a 52 week process to kind of get back on track. That's a that's a approximately a fifth of that. Yeah, that's insane. And I hope he's being I, I, he, he's got staff around him. He's got good people around him. 
he's had a hell of a career. He's, he seems to have success with the kind of out-of-the-box, not-so-ordinary treatments, whether it's for mental health stuff or other stuff. He, he, he always seems to do so. So, I mean, I got to believe that he's if – he, if he thinks and says he's ready, that he's ready – it's just remarkable to me, though. Like that's like that's like ludicrous speed. Yeah. Well, I think you know a lot has to do with advancements in medical technology. You know, and I don't think that he's going to be practicing or doing anything that his doctors don't recommend. Yeah. You know, the the days of you know Kenny the Snake Stabler <laughs> staying up all night doing cocaine and smoking cigarettes before having a game in the morning and passing for four touchdowns are over with. <laughs> you know, these athletes now are like supercars, yeah. and the supercars that stay in the garage and only go out to the track once a week, and all during the week they have mechanics working on it and monitoring every part of that supercar so we'll have the maximum performance that the driver can get out of it yeah and that's that's what we see athletes now who are like the the supercar status where they're constantly being monitored with you know with all kinds of, of tests of, to make sure you know the potassium levels inside their muscles you know and just th their blood work and yeah. in everything no, all of it. It is. It's it, it's it's fascinating, and that's a great analogy. Actually, that's a really good analogy that I've never thought of. Um, another Tomism. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> but remarkable. I hope he does. Now, I, I'll say this too: that they're not a hundred percent out of it. Um, but it's it's not like they're they're right there in the race in in the AFC East. So. I, I mean, the Bills are having a rough year. I mean, they're close, I guess, because the Bills are having a rough year. You got the Dolphins started hot and have kind of floundered a little bit. They're fake, man. Yeah. Uh, they're good against bad teams, and they're terrible against good teams. Yeah. No, I think it's right. I'm just pulling up the – I'm just pulling this up just to confirm here. Yeah, I mean, they're 4-7. and seven. The Dolphins are 8-3. and three. The Bills in between there at 6-6. Six and six. So – it's not inconceivable if they if they caught a heater. He got back soon, and they caught a heater. He's got some good weapons to throw it to. It's not inconceivable that they could flip that and, and get a wild card spot, possibly. Uh, it's not even completely inconceivable that they could win the division, although a lot would have to happen and go their way. But uh, that's the question is, like, okay, you're back faster than anyone ever with an Achilles injury in history. Is it worth it? Is it smart? Can you guys actually make this this magic happen or is it better just to wait till next year? I don't know. He, again, he and his team know best. Um, and, and clearly they're going to make smart decisions on it, but it's, it's just a wild story. I just, I, I, I knew it was coming. You knew he was going to come back sooner than others, but then you see him out there on the practice field slinging balls this week. And it's like, damn, good for you, bro. Good for you. Okay. <clears throat> for those of you who joined us late um, and weren't here at the very beginning, I want to share some updates of what we're doing, and then we'll go to Absurdia. So, it's as I said earlier, it's the last day of November. It's also the last day that we're streaming on or to the RVM network. Uh, it's it's we're excited about where everything's going, but there's some changes. So, starting Monday, next Monday, which is gosh, it's December fourth, I guess. It's crazy that we're in December, but starting next Monday, we're only going to be doing the live show. What you're experiencing now, you know, the norm, the two to three hour show. The full episode, we're only going to be doing it on my Rumble page. A lot of you are there now. Some of you are on YouTube, 
RVM's Rumble, Facebook, Getter, etc. You need to come on over and subscribe here. It's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berkowitz. We'll put the, the, the um, link in the chat again. But come check that out. Come actually, come just do it now. Come subscribe now so you get notified because starting Monday, it's gonna be the only place you can do it. So you wanna know where to go. If you're, if you're on Facebook, YouTube, RVM Rumble, Get or any of those things today and you wanna stay there, that's fine. But make sure that you, you do subscribe here because starting Monday, it's the only place you can be. Now, don't leave those pages and unsubscribe or unfollow them. We're not saying to do that. There's still gonna be shorts, clips, skits, all of that stuff on legacy social media and on RVM's page, in fact, as well. So it's gonna be on all of those things, just not the full episode. The full episode will only be on my Rumble page, the Drew Berkowitz Rumble page. Then for Coin Club, which many of you are already members, a lot of you should become members moving forward, and there's, there's some good reason as to why. That's going to be on Locals. So Booze and Banter is coming back. A lot of you remember that. In, in the new form, it's going to be a pre-show tailgate discussion, lots of engagement. Uh, that'll be at five, um, Monday through Thursday, leading up to the show. All the other premium content will also be there. You can see there on the screen, booze and banter, Monday through Thursday. You're gonna be automatically entered into coin club contest. You get a commemorative challenge coin and then other premium content as we come out with it all over on locals. The player's good there, the chat's good. It's just a great experience. We used to do it there. It was the best, and with other changes we're making, we just decided, uh, plus with, with Rumble and Locals all being the same company now, we decided it made sense. We're just going all in on that because they're good to us, and, and the tech has gotten really good there. So you can go and become a member for Coin Club at drewberkwist.locals.com. Go check that out. It's free just to sign up for Locals and join the community. But if you if you want to be a supporter and a part of Coin Club, where you get the locked content, which is what booze and banter and other stuff will be, you have to be a supporter. We're cutting it in half of what it is now. It's only gonna be $5 a month instead of 10. It's 10 over on RVM. It'll be $5 on Locals. And we're gonna give you the first month free. So that way, if you need to transition and, and cancel memberships somewhere, um, RVM, other places, et cetera, you can do it. We're not encouraging you to do that, but if, if you need to make any adjustment, we're gonna give you that whole first month free so you can make those determinations and decisions. Uh, also, if you just wanna say, hey, I wanna check out Booze and Banter and see what it's like. All you got to do is when you're signing up to become a supporter, use promo code DREW30. You can see it on the screen there. It's promo code DREW30. That will give you that first month for free. And then again, after that first month, you're going to get everything for half the cost that you're currently paying. And if you're not paying now, then it's going to be half of what the other people used to pay. So you're getting a better user experience, more premium content, half the price after a month free. There's really no reason not to do it. And it helps us a ton, folks helps us a ton. It is a tough environment out there right now. So please sign up. Again, it's drewberkwist.locals.com. That's where Coin Club will be. And then the Rumble show, uh, or the, the live show, This Is My Show, will be live, and, and there'll be engagement only on Rumble starting next week. Starting next week. Social clips everywhere. Still follow us everywhere. Um, but that's how that's going to go. Okay. You've been told. We appreciate you coming along. Share with other people so they know. We'll talk about it again Monday. We'll put out some posts on the other platforms so people know to come. Um, but come on and join us. It's going to be fun, and uh, we're really excited about it. For now, let's go to a place that we like to call Absurdia.
So Drew, over the past week, I have been combing social media for the most outlandish videos I could find, and this week did not disappoint. <laughs> I can't wait. There, it, you know what? It, each week that goes by that we do this, I always think, okay, this is going to be the end of you know seeing anything crazy. And then the following week, it's like, oh no, but there's more. So here but we wait. go. Okay. What's that? I said, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here we go. Here's the first video. Can you recite the alphabet from start to finish without singing it? Yeah. Okay. Whenever you're ready. A C B D E F G H H I F N G H I C K L M N O P H Q E S H Q E S I T E. Okay. All right. She failed. She failed. I mean, <laughs> she was a smoke show. Uh, she is a, definitely a smoke show. She was that close. She almost nailed it. Sometimes you know, <laughs> you've seen these these DUI videos before, and they you know it, sometimes they're like, okay, the cop is like, you know the ABCs, right? You know A through Z. I want you to start with Z and work your way backward. That can be a little bit difficult. I, I don't think I can do. I, I always <laughs> think about it when I see those videos. I don't think I can do that sober. <laughs> I think that's an unfair challenge. <laughs> but she was like, as she was going through the alphabet, she almost spelled shit. She, uh, FNG, I thought was a good one, fucking new guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was like every anachronym that she knew she was trying to throw into the alphabet. Let's just scoot to your side. Let's just give the viewers one last, um, okay. Yeah, she was, she's, she's not very smart. She's got the midriff going. Oh, yeah. she, you know what? She might be smart, but she's just hammered. <laughs> yeah. Look at her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it. Obviously, she shouldn't be on the road. I hope this is a lesson for her. I'm glad she didn't, you know, get anybody hurt or herself hurt. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, this is a lesson for her. It's going to cost her about 10 grand to, uh, you know, to put this past her. But hopefully, she doesn't get into Tammy Stitch type situation yes. where you go and kill somebody and the next thing you know you're doing 17 years for vehicular manslaughter yes so <laughs> this next video i'm a big fan of india i've been there several times i've a more than 10 times all over the country and to me it's probably the strangest place on earth because if you haven't been there this 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 sums up what india is like you walk out of your hotel room, you look across the street, and you'll see like a eight-year-old boy washing an elephant. And then you turn over here, and then you see a hedra, which is a eunuch, like blessing a babe, doing some sort of blessing on an infant. And then you look over here, and you see a guy with leprosy walking down the street. And then you look over here, and there's a snake charmer. And then you look over this way, and there's an old woman taking a dump on the sidewalk. <laughs> so it's just complete madness at all times. But this next video, <laughs> it goes above and beyond anything that I've ever experienced in India. So let's check this out. Look at all that garbage. That is a copious amount of garbage. <laughs> I'm <laughs> 
Okay. and raw sewage and for some reason they got into their underpants which uh, okay <laughs> yeah well, I mean what did that really accomplish I know the other guy still was wearing his shorts and a belt as he got in there but then went underwater and the other guy took a swig of it I can't imagine what kind of skin irritations or any kind of like parasites parasites that you're gonna get inside your body it was uh, I still I feel sick to my stomach watching that. Oh, that was awful. But I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of how that region of the world is, right? You've and you've got those nasty. I still remember the first time I, I you get used to it, drive by in in Kabul and you see part of their water supply, which is exposed, by the way, to just the, the air. But you see it and you see people bathing in it. You're like, well. <clears throat> That's not encouraging. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you see stuff over there, it's like, what? I, I understand this is wet. Right. It, it, it looks a lot like water, but don't drink it. Don't drink it. <laughs> don't get in it. Don't even get near it. Like, the, oh, man, that's, yeah, that's gross. When he spit that out, like, that was... <laughs> That's that's too much. I know. I was in Varanasi once on the Amazing Race, and Varanasi's right on the Ganges River. And Varanasi's known as a place where you go to die, where people who die in India, a lot of them end up in Varanasi and get buried in the Ganges River. The contestant team I was with, they had the contestants all had to get in boats and paddle somewhere. One okay. of the contestants in the team I was following fell into the Ganges, so this person had to be checked out so many times by medical because the the river is so polluted they, they were production was very scared that something was something bad was going to happen to this person with that exposure to the river what makes the Ganges and Varanasi even weirder is you have these people and I'm trying to think of their name it's a it's part of the caste system um, it's not the cartoon I can't remember the name. But anyways, they live, like, you, you have the city of Varanasi on this side of the Ganges, and then just kind of like a, a rural kind of area on the other side of it. These people are still cannibals. So when these bodies get dumped in the water, these dudes cruise out into the Ganges and lop off chunks of skin from dead bodies, bring it back, and cook it up and eat it during a ceremony. <laughs> so not only are you swimming in the nasty the Ganges River, but you're also eating rotting flesh from a human being. So perfect. Bathing in garbage, <laughs> not really surprising, but kind of shocking when you actually see it. All right, Disco, let's see the next one. Oh my God, let me just set this one up a little bit. Okay, this woman's filming herself and there's this new trend that's kind of hitting social media right now where you film yourself being an absolute ass and then posting it and knowing that you're gonna get a lot of hate from it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of doom scrolling? No. <laughs> well, doom scrolling is when you, when you scroll down social media and you just feel worse and worse about yourself because you see everybody else having such a good time. This is more or less doom posting where you act like an asshole and then you post it. Okay. Check this chick out. I think you guys gave me the lunch menu. I'm here for brunch. This is a lunch that I made. It came out down. Brunch ends at 1 p.m. 
sir, do you right now? But only serving lunch. What does that have to do with me right now? It doesn't have anything to do with you. It's just the restaurant's policy. Anyways, can I get the brunch menu, please? I'm sorry? Can I get the brunch menu? I understand. I just told you about the brunch situation. I heard you, but can I just get the menu? The brunch menus are thrown away every day at 1 p.m. It's just a restaurant's policy. I saw this meal on Instagram, on your Instagram. Yeah. It was like an egg dish. Can I get that, please? I don't know which one. Charming, isn't she? So Can you imagine charming. dating that? And I know this is all, you know, pretty much a setup on her part, but she just oozes of this little shit lib entitlement that we all just, at least myself, I just despise. Yeah, oh, now, well, she's able to execute it well. Again, you, you know, whatever's inside, you shake it up, it comes out. She she was able to do it perfectly. Uh, and some people can act better than others, but you can tell that's who she is. It, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, like I said, you know, with the trend of like doom posting, and also there's another trend of going out and one, playing pranks on people, but then also playing pranks and trying to aggravate people in the service industry, and this is what she's doing, and I think that's a very horrible trend. You know, just, you're going into you know, a fast food restaurant, and you're acting a fool, and you're getting the reaction that you want from the people who actually have jobs and who are working there and then posting it at the at, at a moment that's probably you know not their best moment because you've aggravated them so badly yeah. so people like her and other people who do this to you know fast food workers or anyone in the service industry or they're just the pits they're they're the bottom of the barrel scum they are no I mean if you're intentionally going out to just be miserable like that I mean but that that what a perfect picture of the state of our society today <laughs> yeah the new thing is that We've moved on from the ice bucket challenge and stuff like that and Tide Pods. Now we're just going to make everyone miserable. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, honestly, go back to Tide Pods and poison yourself so we don't have to deal with you. Don't come and film yourself being a dick to everyone. That's just. Yeah, especially in a foreign country and then right. saying because, because you advertise that you have brunch, but it ends at one o'clock, you can be sued. I love that are you line. What you talking about? You can be sued for this. Like, uh, honey, no. Yeah, obviously, you don't know any of the laws in France right now. <laughs> You're a little out in front. Of, yeah, it's just ridiculous. All right, let's see the next one. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. If this if this scene doesn't describe the pathetic nature of the world right now, I don't know what else does. Because to me, this just encapsulates where we are as a country, as a world, as a species. Go ahead and roll it, Disco. I had to record this. Been watching this go on for the last five minutes. This car and lady in the pink ran out of gas. So they pushed her from the street 
and they passed up the pump and then stopped it right there. This guy in the black went inside and bought a fuel tank to fill up the fuel tank to fill that car up. There's three of them, and they don't want to just back this up right here and fill it up. They wasted, who knows, 10 bucks, 15 bucks on that tank. I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm speechless. I mean, this is society now that, that we have lost our ever-loving fucking minds. These sheep have taken over this fucking world. I feel like I'm going insane. I mean, am I the only one that has a brain anymore? <laughs> How many feet? Let's say 10, 20, not even 30 feet away. That is freaking amazing. I know. Mind boggling. <laughs> she runs out of gas. They push the vehicle to a gas station, push it past the pumps, park it, go inside, get a gas can, fill up the gas can, only to walk the gas can over to the car and put the gas in. I mean, we're so doomed. <laughs> That, that is literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. I know. I saw this the other day, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And plus, the guy's narration is, is totally spot on no. and fantastic. He, and he's not alone. We all feel this way. Whenever we encounter anything like this, it's like, has everybody lost their mind? And I guarantee you, that woman in the pink and the guy who went and bought the gas can are vaxxed, boosted, totally up to date with everything, yep. drive around in that vehicle with a mask on all by themselves yeah that i mean man <laughs> yeah that that so far has been my favorite after you know the all the segments that we've done on absurdia so far this is the one that actually really encapsulates <laughs> the state of, of of western civilization at this point yeah the last two really damning for us <laughs> yeah they, they are. Yeah. All right, Disco, let's see. Oh, God. Drew, you're not going to like this one. I'll just set this one up a little bit. In Portland, Oregon, it, you know, Portland used to be kind of like an edgy, hip, kind of cool place to be. You know, if you're in your 20s, early 30s, you know, you got voodoo donuts downtown. And there's this one alley where people go and just they put their gum on the wall. And it's like this known as the gum wall there. And it's, it's kind of gross and disgusting. Please tell me that. Okay. All right, let's see. Disco. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh. See, again, it's all about clicks. It's like those dudes in India who are bathing in sewer water. And what's the point? The only point is it to degrade yourself in such a way that you're going to get clicks in, in, in on segments like this so we could all be grossed out about it and talk about how Madam Booby here is just like the weirdest thing in the world for licking strangers' discarded chewing gum. Drew, would you do that? No, no. I mean, and, and, then, and then she's going to go do stuff with other humans. Yes. I mean, you got to, I mean, these days... I mean, I don't even maybe just don't date if if, if you're out there and you're not married. But like you, you've got to make sure that they're not a bitch like the chick from a couple clips ago. And then you just don't know what's been in their mouth. No. And in this case, other people's discarded chewed chewing gum. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the the first problem is is Portland having a wall full of people's gum. That's that's 
that's really the problem number one. But but this is that's next level. That's next level. I can't unsee that. Yeah, nobody can unsee that. And I think we've got one last video, right, Disco? Oh yeah, this one. This one's. A, I believe it doesn't have subtitles. And I believe it's. A, it comes from Ireland, and the dad is. <laughs> he's hilarious. So just try and listen as closely as possible. I'll just set this up a little bit. The dad went inside to buy some Red Bulls. His son's in the car, and his son farted before his dad gets in the car, and then hilarity ensues. <laughs> Take it to the West Coast. Hello, son. Hello, bud. You better fuck up, you stink, you dirty bastard. <laughs> You've cheated, haven't you? You have, haven't you? You big, smelly, fucking dirty, stinking, ginger-headed bastard. <laughs> That's sick, that, Andrew. I'm not getting in there now. Open that door. That's all right. No, Andrew, please, open the door. Oh, man. No, I'm a fuck. No, I'm not getting in there, you big, dirty cunt. Yeah, it's good now. <laughs> Has your foot gone? It has gone. It hasn't. Oh, my. No. Oh. Open that door, then. <laughs> you dirty bastard. That's fucking rotten, that. You can chill that cunt. Oh, man. I thought you'd do that, Andrew, for. That's... I love this on a couple of levels. One, I used to love to play pranks on my dad all the time. And this would have been one of those pranks that I would have played on him. But his reaction to it, you ginger bastard. He, he was in such a good mood. He's smiling, walking with the Red Bulls. You know, he's singing a song as he gets in the car. And he's like, and literally dry heaving at one point. That's Drew, do amazing. you ever do that? Do you ever, if you ever wish somebody and they go into a store and you're sitting in the car, do you ever fart? So when they come back in, I try not to hotbox people like that. That's 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 brutal. How about a Dutch oven? <laughs> now Dutch ovens are different because they're you you can escape them easier, uh, and somehow the Dutch oven. <laughs> the, the aromas are better. I don't know. Dutch Dutch oven can be a fun thing, but hot box in a car where you're pinned down uh, for sure. No, not my style. Not your style. Have you ever? Where is the most unusual place that was crowded and you ended up farting and nobody could do anything about it and they just had to you know either like just sit there and take it and. It just not, you know, they, they, there was no avenue of escape. Has that ever happened to you? Not crowded, but I, I mean, I have before in one of our armored vehicles, up armored vehicles in Afghanistan, <laughs> you know, and there's not much you can do. There's, you know, it's just you're kind of stuck there. I mean, you can get out, and, but there's parts of town that you don't want to get out. And depending on, I forget the, the context of the of the move that we were doing, if it was an operation or just a move or whatever. But, but, but I mean, that's. That's that's tough. That's that's not ideal. Um, <laughs> I bet it aggravates everybody in the armored vehicle. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> expletives are flying in that too because it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's Did not, they know it was you? Did you own up to it? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I did. You're like, oh, hey, sorry, guys. That yeah. was me. <laughs> you motherfucker. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey, that, pretty much, pretty much that conversation right there. Um, <clears throat> is what it is. All right. So those are our videos for the week. Uh, we've learned a lot. We've learned about doom scrolling, doom posting, and next week we will have a new crop of videos <laughs> from Absurdia. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's always fun going to Absurdia. Uh, it just is. Tom takes us on a fun little journey there <laughs> and then and then squats himself out. I mean, his, 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 um, his quads are looking great. Um, so let's, um, let's finish the week with some memes. I don't know all of them. I usually don't know all of them. But let's finish the week with some memes uh, it, the way that we normally finish things with Ask Memetastic. That's, That's meme-tastic. meme We should do that one more time. All right. Disco's going to throw him up. We'll talk him through. We'll have a jolly old time. And then we'll get out of here for the week, head into the weekend, and hope that most of our crew can recover from whatever's ailing us. But um, let's do the first one, Disco. We got a chick here. I don't know if I'm supposed to know who that is. I don't. Women are simple. Yes means yes, and no means yes, and no means no, and no means maybe, but maybe means yes, and maybe means no. Easy. Yeah. Is that Avril Lavigne? I don't know. Maybe. She looks dear. I don't think so, but she. Like, I haven't seen her in a while either, so I don't know. But that's, that's about right. I mean, there are some confusing... Yeah. messages that are sent sometimes from certain women. Um, yeah, I mean, some there's no, and sometimes there's no. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, how did you not get what I was telling you? It's like, because you just didn't tell me. <laughs> just, just, just tell me. That's not how it is with, um, with my spouse. But, but I, we've all had those conversations. Uh, we got some shapes here. We've got a pentagon, uh, hexagon, an octagon, and then a season gone, which is the Ohio State logo. Um, sorry if you're an Ohio State fan, but that just felt right. And I thought it was a clever, it was a clever meme. Here's, uh, I think Elon shared this post, and it was, it's a pie chart. Do people care about traditional news anymore is the question. All of the blue is no, which is most of it. And then there's a sliver of yellow. Uh, no, but in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a shit. I mean, mainstream media is so dead. It's so dead that literally tonight they're doing a debate between two governors, right. one of which is not officially in the election, the other of which just essentially got knocked out of it this week. It's remarkable. And they'll tell you just how dumb you are every time. It's ridiculous. Um... Okay, we got an office one. I submitted this one. Okay. Pizzagate is real. Pam saying, no, it isn't. We have experts. They traffic children, but we have experts. Your expert just went to jail for child porn. And then surprise face. <laughs> yes. Which has happened. Two of the, two of the journalists who, tried, who debu were debunking Pizzagate are now in prison. Well, one's in prison and the other one's facing trial. Has yeah. been arrested. Yeah. No, it's true. It is. Um, okay. Find someone that loves you as much as this sketch artist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Very um, flattering picture drawn uh, there. Not exactly um, a, a look-alike for Sam Bankman-Fried <laughs> there, who looks like a slob. The picture looks amazing. He looks, looks amazing. Like Superman. Yeah. 
Um, okay, we've got a sign, a protest sign here. Exchange each hostage for 100 pro-Hamas U.S. students. Good for Israel, good for USA, good for Hamas, educational for students. Yeah, I, I can get behind that policy. I agree. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's put it into play. We've got uh, the back of a vehicle, Geico Lizard. You could save 30% or more by switching back to Trump. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great bumper sticker. True. Yeah. I guess not a bumper sticker, window cling, whatever we're calling it. Do you like those stickers that have, like, the stick figures of the mom and dad and the kids and, like, the dog? No. I, I'll just tell you. <laughs> and if you have them on your car, like, that's totally fine. I hate all stickers on cars. I'm just not a bumper sticker or, like, just... And my car's dirty right now, so I can't say anything. But, like, keep your car clean and just keep it normal. My car's outside is is a mess. Actually, inside, too. I've got a bunch of stuff that I was supposed to donate this week that I haven't done any of the days. <laughs> and so it's just in there. But I don't like stickers. I don't I don't like them on there. What, what always is confusing to me is then when you see, like, a nicer car parked in the parking lots, like, and you see, you see a, whatever, a Porsche or something like that or a high-end Lexus or whatever, not to say those are the same, but you know, you get my point, like a, a expensive vehicle. And then they're covered. Like you got multiple stickers on. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like This a, isn't like a, of a, a, a Volkswagen or a Saab or a Volvo a from the nineties. You yeah. see a lot of Subarus with a lot of stickers. On. Of course, of course you do. <laughs> uh, if standing up, here's a sign again, if standing up for your kids burns a bridge, I have matches. We ride at dawn. Yeah. Okay. Declaration of memes, put this one out here. Bidenomics in a nutshell. Increase prices by 200%, drop them by 30%, take credit. Yes, we talked about that earlier. 30%, uh, very gracious there. But yes, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Okay, breaking. Biden Pentagon official overseeing the department managing elementary schools has been arrested in a human trafficking sting in Georgia. Georgia, Georgia, excuse me, riding with Biden. And then we got a picture of a van with free candy on it yes. down there. You don't hear people even talk about that anymore. Like, remember growing up, it was like, you know, white vans, you know, windowless vans, tinted window vans, all of that stuff, the free candy. You know, yeah, we don't hear that anymore. You don't hear about the creepy guy driving around and what like that van, a 1998 Ford abductor. Yeah, that you know comes standard with you know uh, duct tape in the glove box, soundproof walls, and a bloody clown suit. Yeah, you know it's that's it's kind of weird too. Like just side point on all of that, the. <clears throat> The, uh, the other strange thing is I feel like there's a lot of things that obviously there's a, schools been changed, academics have been changed in so many ways. Not, and I'm not talking all the drag show shit and the, the pornographic material. Obviously, that's all awful, too. But <clears throat> not one of my kids yet has learned, like, some basic safety stuff from school. Like, I've asked them before, like, you know, you don't hear about that kind of stuff anymore and stranger danger stuff. You don't have cops come in and talk stranger danger. But also, like, like life-saving tips. Like, I, I said something about the Heimlich the other day, and they were all like, the hell is that? They didn't say that, of course. Like, you guys, you guys haven't been taught that? Like, they're, like, they're not taught, like, <laughs> that kind of stuff anymore. Like, they can all work magic on cell phones and iPads. 
That's scary because that's they're learning dependence. They're not learning independence. Exactly. They're not learning the basic self-preservation schools. Because when I was in school and we learned the Heimlich maneuver, you learned how to do it on your friends. So, of course, we're all doing it to each other after school right. to try and make each other throw up. But we also learned that you could do – there's a very – the modification of it that you can do in case you're by yourself Self. and you start choking. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I remember, you know, maybe in fifth grade, the American Red – somebody from the American Red Cross would always come to school and go in, into each classroom. I think, like, I'm going I'm to say fifth grade to eighth grade because I went to Catholic school. And they would bring – I'll never forget Rosessa Annie. And they would show you how to do basic CPR. CPR, yeah. yeah. How to do breathing. Again, these are, you know, skills, safety skills. Right. To make you... To make to make yourself not have to depend on anybody else. You're your own first responder, right? And that time is very critical when it, when a critical incident happens between you know if that person's survivability goes up if there's somebody on scene that can render aid right off the bat. Hundred percent, yeah. I mean, but that's the I mean the whole thing is now now we've gone so serious during Memetastic, but. <clears throat> You got to know the Heimlich. You got to know some basic stuff. You got to know CPR. Yeah, you know, you look at. I, I look back to Mike Leach's massive heart attack that happened last season, and not this current season, but last season. And as is the case with a lot of people who suffer cardiac events, the the biggest thing they said at the end that was one of the things that that took his life and caused all the brain damage and all that is no one did CPR as you're waiting for the first responders to get there. Like, cool, you know how to use your your phone and call nine one one, but. In the meantime, that brain's not getting any oxygen. Right. So, like, you know, as and it's not to say that it would have fixed everything, and this is just one example. I'm just using the example because uh, we have a, a tie to Mississippi State. And, but the, they said, like, the thing that really hurt him and had him like a vegetable in the hospital before his eventual death was the fact that there was no CPR committed. There was no chest compressions done. You know, when that happens, you need to know basic stuff. All that to say, going back to the point, is it's just terrifying that these kids aren't being taught any of that stuff. Really no, scary. No, they're, they're being conditioned... To, to wait for help. They're, they're being conditioned not to have the ability to help themselves, which yeah. is a very they're, – they're, they're being conditioned not to be resourceful. They're being conditioned to be dependent, yeah. which is frightening because when it comes to self-preservation, you need to be independent. You can't be dependent. Right. Because that time – believe me, I've done a lot of stuff with you – know, a lot of shows with law enforcement and with first responders, and the delay – from the time you make the call until time help arrives is massive. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's it, it seems even longer right. when you're in a stressful situation. But it, it's at least you know five to ten minutes. Yeah, and that on a good on the good side. Yeah, yeah, and that five to ten minute window, like you said, can prevent you know brain damage. Can prevent. You know, it, it, the the whatever the medical condition is getting worse. Right. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Um, all right, let's get back to some memes. Um, first pie is done. I promise not to speak about politics during Thanksgiving. It's got <laughs> F J fuck Joe Biden, FJB on there on top. I love it. Um, you know, you're not, you're not talking politics. You're putting it out there for people to comment on or not comment on. Um, 
Me at the dinner table, someone bowling, me at the dinner table, the ball, Trump did nothing wrong, and then the pins are all my liberal family. <laughs> I'm real excited about this new bowling alley. I haven't been bowling forever, but I'm real excited about it for some reason. It's huge. It looks cool. Double decker. It's a it's outdoor like bar. Golf. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. The top golf of bowling. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're going to do uh, we're going to do some stuff there. Um, we're going to bowl and drink there, to be clear. Uh, we got a silver alert along a road. Silver alert. 80-year-old white male wandering D.C. thinks he's president. Yeah. Welcome to America. I need my pills. <laughs> um, here's here's a. Um, I saw this one in. <laughs> a, 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 a grabber. Uh, is Kissinger even in this thing? Yes. <laughs> Love it. Of course, Kissinger dead at 100 years old. Uh, no one going to miss him. No. The largest mass murderer of all time. The hundreds upon hundreds of millions of people that his policies have killed. Yeah. But you know what's really, I was talking about this with my mom this morning. Um, what <clears throat> What's crazy about it is he and other figures who have prolific names, you know, well-known names, People will celebrate it, not knowing who he is. Like, oh, Henry Kissinger, I know that name. I've heard that name. It's sad that he's dead. Yeah. No, it's it's actually not. He was a mentor to Klaus Schwab. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, we've got, <laughs> we, we've got a creature with a, a helmet, a military helmet, born to follow. An uh, NPC. Yeah. Lots of... Um, Lots of stickers on there. Stop gun violence. All sorts of liberal slogans. The LGBTQ flag, a mask, and just booster shots everywhere uh, into there. Yeah, that's that's that. Let's see. I'm trying to see what we've got here. We've got two or three more, I think. Um, okay, a bunch of a bunch of people just going along. Abort our children. Import hostile immigrants. Disarm ourselves. They're just brainwashed into doing all the things that really That's we are. Left. That's the left. That last one's not happening, folks. Don't let it happen. Um, okay, we've got someone blindfolded or whatever. Not knowing the truth doesn't make you ignorant. Not wanting to know the truth is what makes you ignorant. Yeah. yeah, just true. Not words to live by. Words to live by. Um, we got a, a bottle of, of pills. Hard to swallow pills. Just because you're unattractive and have no friends doesn't mean you're another gender. <laughs> so true. I, it, I love that one. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. Um, okay, recap real quick. Disco, let's pull up that one graphic. Um, just as a recap. I know I've said it twice now. Starting next week, the show, the live show, same time, only on Rumble, only on my Rumble, Drew Berquist Rumble. So go to rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. Starting Monday, that's the only place you're going to see it. Coin Club, booze and banter, other premium stuff, you know, getting access. That's going to be back on Locals. We're going back to Locals. We're excited about it. We're staying there. It's going to be good. Um, you can sign up. You can try it for free while you transition away from other memberships if you're going to do that. Um, try it for free with promo code DREW30. You'll get a month free. You can test it out or just have that month for free while you transition your memberships there. Go to drewberkwist.locals.com. That's where all that's going to be. Booze and Banter is going to be before the show each day at the bar, hanging out, talking stories, talking, talking with you guys, engaging with you guys. It's going to be a fun time. So get signed up now or over the weekend. Make sure you're signed up on uh, my Rumble page if you're not already. The rest of the social media platforms, 
including RVM's Rumble. We'll still get clips of the show and all of that. It's just the main show only going to be on my Rumble and then all the premium stuff on Locals. So do all that stuff. We're so appreciative of all you guys doing it in advance. Make sure you share it with other people as well. By the way, make sure you hit that like button. I know I'm asking you to do a lot of things on the way out of here, but make sure you hit that like button uh, before you leave today. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for engaging. Thanks for, for sharing. If, you, if you've done that with the show, we hope you have a awesome weekend. We're hoping to all be back to full health here and ready to rock next week. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.